is your host, Prophet James Sanders. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Kingdom greetings, everyone. Once again, welcome to On The Watch Podcast. I am your host, Prophet James Summers, and this is August the 27th, uh, 2020. Um, like I've been saying, another month just to go by just that quick. Um, the days are getting shorter, y'all, but I just bless Yahuwah, <clears throat> the Most High, for allowing me, as always, to bring forth the word to the people. Um, and also my master and savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, for dying on that cross, that tree, for our sins, so we can have redemption back with the Father through his salvation. Most definitely bless the Yurak HaKadosh for being our comforter, being the Yurak of wisdom to lead us and guide us into all truth. Amen. Um, I know it's a little late, and I'm going to go ahead and just get started. Um, to me, another deep, excuse me, topic, but at the same time, it will, I'm praying that it brings clarity and deliverance in our life, because right now, the, the world, not only just the body of Mashiach or the body of Christ, but, um, this whole world is is being tested and tried through the fire. And right now there's all of this word that's being brought forth. Now, you know, don't get me wrong, the world's not, they're not taking heed to what the prophets is saying and this and that and the third. So this is basically for the body, um, the called out assembly, the called out ones. Like I say, there's so much going on, but at the same time, there is confusion within the body, the Mashiach. And it's like, why is that? Why we're not on one accord with the word? Um, people can keep hollering where it's confirmation. Here is confirmation there. But as I've been seeing, as it's been going on for the longest, since the beginning of time, we do not test the spirit by the spirit. You know, we always go by the celebrity status, the popularity status. Any person that's, that's a celebrity, and I'm talking about those that so-called preaching the word, those that we feel are so popular, everything they say is right. You don't question it, you know, because of the idolatry, how, how we idolize these people. If you come against what they say or test the spirit by the spirit, what gives you the right to judge and to do that to them because this and that and the third. And this is what this teaching is going to be about because a lot of stuff that's being said out here is bringing confusion to the body. But we're supposed to be on one accord with the Father because there's many members in one body. Amen. So, um, like I said, we're going to get deep into this thing because, like I say, there's a lot of deception going on. Yeshua spoke about it in the Gospels. He said for us to take heed and do not be deceived. And there's a lot of people that's talking a lot of things. Um, now, I will say this before we start. I'm not saying that they're not hearing from y'all. I'm not calling them false. Because we're going to get into the word about that. Uh, everybody that speaks false don't you know, if they if they are a prophet, that don't mean that they are a false prophet. 
The Bible talks about there was prophets, and we're going to get into it in Jeremiah, speaking, that was not speaking the words of Yahuwah. The, the Bible says they was prophets. They didn't call them false. The Bible says they were prophets. And like I said, a lot of people is talking a lot of things right now. And once again, I've been stressing it, even with myself. Y'all test me, not me, the spirit that's in me. Because the Bible says there are many false prophets in the land, false prophets. This is why you got to test the spirit that you rock body, you rock. What spirit am I operating in? What do you hear? What is my fruit that's being known to y'all that I'm false, lying, or whatever the case may be? Because most of these people, we're not even looking at their fruit. Like I said, but let me go into prayer so we can get started on this thing. It's going to be good. <clears throat> Abba Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, as I decrease, uh, let the Urock increase in me right now. Let this word that comes forth not only bring conviction, but it will bring, it will open our eyes to a better understanding of what's going on and what we see happening. And that this will also bring us to a place that we will seek you for ourselves and not have to keep running to and fro to these people that are speaking lies in your name. So I just pray that the eyes be open and the ears will hear what the Urock is saying unto the called out assembly. In Yeshua's mighty name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. The author of confusion. That's the title of this message. The author of confusion. You hear me now? I'm going to repeat that. The author of confusion. And I looked up the word confusion. In, you know, a regular dictionary, I just Googled it. And also in the Greek, according to uh, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 33. But the first definition of, like I said, the regular definition of confusion was lack of understanding, uncertainty, the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something. I'm going to repeat that. Lack of understanding, uncertainty, the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's deep like that. So, from verse 33, I'm trying to think, should I read it now? I'll tell you what, I'm just going to give you the definition because the word confusion is in there. Because I, I got to read a couple of verses before I get to verse 33. We haven't even got started yet. But anyway, the Greek in 181. And forgive me because I know I'm not going to pronounce this right. <laughs> but I'm going to try. Ak <laughs> Excuse me. Ak Atastasima. I was I was studying this earlier. Now, here go the enemy trying to tongue, trying to twist with tongue tied my darn tongue i was i was going back and forth with this word over and over kept saying it and saying it and saying it. now i can't even get it out <laughs> but i will spell it for you a k a t e s t a s i a ek atas tasia 
the Akatasia. Well, I'm getting there. So y'all forgive me because I know I ain't saying it right. But I went over and over and over there and I still forgot it. But anyway, the definition is instability, disorder, commotion, tumult, disturbance, instability, disorder, commotion, tumult, disturbance. Now, the reason why I'm bringing that up heavy, especially with that, remember the title is The Author of Confusion. All of that represents what the enemy does. And it started with deception. Deception brings confusion. If y'all ever take notes when y'all listen to me or whatnot, always remember that or write this down. Get this in your spirit. Deception brings or causes confusion. How do we know? Well, before we even go to 1 Corinthians 14, let's go to Genesis. Let's go back to chapter 3. You know, as we talk about Eve and the serpent. And I'm going to read real quick verses 1 through 5. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which Yahuwah Elohim had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, as Elohim said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now that right there is key why did he ask her did y'all say shall you not eat of every tree of the garden see that right there was the trap that was the deception that she unknowingly see because he wanted to know where her heart really felt how she really felt about not eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil i mean i can go deeper to that but i'm just trying i'm just flowing with the u-rock is giving me now, here go her response. Verse 2, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Okay, now let's go back to chapter 2. Verse 16, let's look at what Yahuwah told Adam or Adam. Let's read. It says, And Yahuwah Elohim commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat of it. For in the day that ye eat thereof you shall surely die. Now, right there, Eve did not say verbatim, word for word, what y'all said, which you could eat and not eat. The enemy trapped up. He he knew his deception was greater. He knew he was great, bringing the confusion to her when she said uh, about the tree that was in the mist. She said, we shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it. So that right there was a lie. She lied on Yahuwah because he didn't say you couldn't touch it. He didn't say nothing about it being in the midst of the garden. She said we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, Elohim has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. He didn't say you couldn't touch it. So it seemed like, now, now hear me out now. Now, we say sin didn't come before they ate off the tree. 
But to me, now from what I just read out of this Bible and what he told Adam and from her, he didn't say that you couldn't touch it. But she said that he said you can't touch it. Something to think about. Now you see how that already will have you confused. Because why? We always overlook, we've always read, or we've heard some pastor or some leader talk only talk about uh, the sin or the disobedience of them eating from the tree is what brought forth the the, the brought forth sin from eating off the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But from what I see, remember the Bible says that, that Satan is a father of lies. This was the first sin. She lied, and she lied on the father because he didn't say you couldn't touch it, that you should die. <laughs> so since the enemy trapped her off off of that, what does he say in verse 4? And the serpent, I mean, excuse me, yeah, and the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. For Elohim knows that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as Elohim or as gods, knowing good and evil. And I'm going to stop right there because, you know, in verse 6, as it talks about how she looked upon the tree and it was, you know, pleasant to the eyes, it was good for food, and the tree was desired to make one wise, which that represents the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You see where the confusion already came? Because for one, the enemy already knew, he already knew that if he can get her, since he had to go to her because, you know, so like I said, Adam being the head, he had to go to the weaker vessel. Like I said, this is a whole other teaching, but I'm trying to show you how he is the author of confusion. With her saying that you will die even if you touch it, he just definitely confused her to rake her really think, oh, why would he tell us not to eat of the tree if we would know good and evil, if we would be as gods? Why did the serpent say that? Two, like most of us have said, why would she even talk to a serpent? It doesn't state that the other animals talked in the Bible, except with the donkey with um, Balaam. But we know why the donkey talked, or that, you know, the donkey talked in that. But what I'm trying to say is, that was confusion right there. Like she didn't, she didn't notice. Like okay, I'm actually talking to a snake, a serpent. How is this animal speaking? Why that didn't like that? You know, it didn't say like she was startled or whatnot. There go the confusion right there. Why is you talking to animals when you got your husband? You got the father that walks with you in the cool of the day. So with him knowing, especially what she said, he knew he was already bringing confusion because why? Something must have been on her mind. I mean, we don't know. I'm just saying. I might have done heard them speaking in the garden as to why they couldn't eat. Even though he said, thou shalt surely die. But why would we die we ate from this tree? Like most people say that wants to not serve Yahuwah. But why would he put a, you know, like most ages, but why would he put this tree in the garden with them if he knew they was going to eat, eat it and sin against him? Why would he do that? You know, they got them type of questions. This not that type of teaching. But you see how that already has brought confusion. I just brought out something that I know I haven't even heard nobody talk about. Well, bring it up to that level concerning 
the the first sin was when she lied on Yahuwah. It wasn't about them eating from the fruit. She already sinned by lying on them. But you see, the eyes wasn't opened yet. Because why? Authority was given to man or Adam. That's why even when she ate, didn't nothing happen to her after Adam or Adam ate. And remember, the Bible also says that he was with her in verse 6. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her, her man with her. And he did eat. You know, people always say, well, Adam would have been there or he'd have been in his rightful place. Well, he was there. He heard everything that she said that he, and, and the serpent said to her. So it made him think too. But, it, but you see how, like I said, the words that were spoken, that they eyes would be open and this and that. Now remember, they was never blinded. But you see how it got in the mind. You see why Romans 12 and 2 comes into play. For it's not to be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 talks about being renewed in the spirit of our minds. We have to be renewed. Our minds have to be renewed because of the confusion that's in that's already in us due to sin. And you see how spiritually we as fault. I mean, all type of stuff has us in confusion. Confusion brings arrested development. When things happen to us as children, you know, someone has been raped, they have been molested, and they and that confused them as to why did it happen to them. And then especially when it was ignored. They tried to tell their parents or whatnot. They didn't want to listen to them. You know, us black people, you just shove it up under the rug, sweep it up under the rug. That don't mean nothing. And you traumatized for life. Then you wonder why your son or daughter is promiscuous or they turn homosexual lesbians because those open doors, spiritually a perversion, is upon them. Mm. And you see where the confusion starts. So like I said, now let's go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And the reason why I had to start that off is, is because right now this is for all these prophets out here. But like I said, we know how the world is going to be in confusion because the world believes and put their trust in man. That's why they are cursed. The Bible says cursed is the man who put his trust in man and in their um, right arm. But blessed is the man who put his trust in Yahuwah. Amen. So, and the reason why I'm bringing up prophets is because there's a lot of people. How can I put this? Help me, you rock. They speaking things. It's like everybody's speaking the same thing. But it's like, can you really say it's confirmation? Or is it confusing the people? What do I mean by why is it confusing the people? Because right now there's a lot of people that are speaking things out of the timing of Yahuwah. And I'm going to tell you that now. Us as prophets, people that are in the prophetic, one of the, those, especially, I mean, those even, even from babes to the seasons to the veterans, especially the veterans and the seasoned ones, they should, we, excuse me, let me say we, we should already be trained and known by now that when we get a word from y'all that we just don't run with it. We have to definitely concentrate fast, seek his face, and to ask him 
if he doesn't tell us right then, when do he want this word released? Me personally, when he deals with me, he would just tell, he tells me like, tell my people this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I know he means it right then and there or now. If not, if, if I don't, if I ain't got clarity in that, I know how to pray and ask him. God, when you want me to release this word in your son's name, because I want to speak with the say of Yahuwah, and he'll let me know if you don't, if you don't know for sure. But right now, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that are speaking some stuff. Now, I know since, you know, a lot of people, especially the mega ones, <laughs> and, you know, he did, I put it like this. There's some in the churches. Let's talk about the, the called out assembly. Those that are still in the church buildings. Um, most of the time when a so-called, I don't want to say so-called because I believe they are prophets, but there's only mostly one speaking in the house. But let's read 1 Corinthians 14. Let's start at verse 27. And we, like I said, we're we going to flow. We're going to flow. We're going to flow. And like I said, I pray some people get delivered. And get and, and the spirit of confusion is broken off of us. Amen. Verse 27. It says, If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by and that by course, and let one interpret. I'm gonna read that again. Let one interpret. Well, let me read the whole thing so y'all can hear me again. If, if any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be known, let it be by two or at the most by three, and that by course, let one interpret. I'm going to pause. <laughs> Salah. Verse 28. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the assembly. And let him speak to himself and to Yahuwah. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the assembly. And let him speak to himself and to Yahuwah. Why is it that you see only one? Only one. One prophet. Speaking their tongues. Giving a prophetic word, but they didn't interpret to you, or nobody else interpret to you, but they were speaking in tongues, in that unknown tongue. Mm. And it said, let it be by two, or at the most three. And it, by that course, let one interpret. In other words, it's supposed to be two or three prophets there. Why is it always just only one? prophet saying something in churches when there's plenty of them sitting in that congregation verse 29 let the prophets plural p-r-o-p-h-e-t-s that's what it says let the prophets speak two or three two or three and let the other judge in other words it's supposed to be two or three prophets, two to three prophets speaking in the, in the assembly within, within the called out ones. And there's one that's supposed to judge the words that they speak. 
and let the other judge. Verse 30, if anything be revealed to another that sits by, let the first hold his peace. For ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. Now you hear that. If there's more than one prophet that is prophesying, it says, let them all speak so we all can learn and be comforted. What is prophet supposed to do? You're supposed to exhort, supposed to comfort. And it's in this, in this, in what, chapter 14, verse 3, but he that prophesies speaks unto men to edify edification and exhortation and comfort. It says, let for ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be confident. So why is it always just only one speaking in their tongue and bringing a word? Where's the other two? You're supposed to, one's supposed to interpret, one's supposed to judge. And if they got a word from Yah, why ain't they? Why can't you know they already holding their peace by sitting still, not saying nothing? Why are they not speaking? And the Urok of the prophets are subject to the prophets. The spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Verse 33. For Yah is not the author of confusion. Excuse me, hit my microphone. But of peace as in all assemblies of the Kodeshim. The set apart ones or the ecclesia. I'm not going to use the word church. Um, in the King James Version, would have said in the churches, not in the all assemblies of the kosher dean. Amen. Okay. So you already see there's all, there's there's already confusion <laughs> in the house because you don't have the number of prophets that's supposed to be interpreting the unknown tongue. They're supposed to be judging what that prophet or prophets are saying and there ain't one there's only one that we all supposed to be i guess learning and get comfort from now since church folks want to say well we gotta you know god does everything in decency in order out of this same chapter you know they quick to um stress that the last verse at that let all things be done decently and in order you know every they want to stress that so why are they not doing that? Why are there so many churches out here right now? Like I said, it's a slew of prophets sitting among you, but they got that only one. That's, uh, you know, they speaking in their tongues. They, I believe they saying what does say of y'all. They still speaking in tongues. They still saying what does say of y'all. And no one, no other prophet can judge that. No other prophet can speak up and say anything. No one's interpreted. See, if you can't interpret the unknown tongue, you're supposed to be in silence. Be quiet. We're speaking in tongues if you don't have nobody interpreting it. That is confusion of people. Do we got to do we have to stay in um 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 first Corinthians chapter 14? No, because that's not the subject. Far as um about prophets. Or prophesying in the assembly because we already know the church is full of confusion that's why you got okay y'all I hear you let me be quiet that's why you got certain ones still now preaching the same old garbage 
And what I mean by garbage, I'm not calling no, definitely not calling the word garbage, but the same old teachings. They still not warning the people. They still not telling people to repent. It's the repeated cycle. Like I said, that regurgitating the same old garbage that they've been spewing out for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And they still preaching that same thing. And we're in a whole new era right now. I said it a couple of weeks ago. When this COVID came, the church should have shifted. Where I want to put like this, the church should have changed. Where is the change in these called out assemblies right now? It's still the same thing. They get your praise on. You still hollering and shouting, falling out on the floor, speaking in your established tongue, hearing the same person prophesy over and over and over again. Basically the same thing. Ain't giving you no free, ain't getting no fresh ream of word from the logos. No, 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 no revelation of hidden mysteries. You get none of that. And you still confused. You still can't seek y'all for yourself. This is why there's so many lies and things going out now. And like I say, this is, I ain't going to say this is prophetic one-on-one, but those that are prophets and that operates in the prophetic, one of the biggest things we have to do is when the Bible says we prophesy in part, in part, excuse me, I know that means, you know, y'all doesn't show us everything. There are certain parts of things that he will show us for us to bring forth. But the key to that is you got to know when to release it. Right now, I'm hearing a lot of stuff that I can that I that I can definitely tell in the in the spirit realm. It's been spoken before its time, and it's definitely bringing confusion. And remember, the author of confusion is the devil. He brought the confusion. The Bible just said that Yah is not the author of confusion. The title of this is the author of confusion. Or, the, you know, if you can say the spirit of confusion. There's a lot of people in the body that are confused right now. They don't know to go this way. They don't know to go that way. Or to stay where they at. Why? Because they're not hearing from Yah themselves. Do you see? I mean, people don't, y'all not realizing this warfare is has intensified. It has intensified. Right now, the devil is using people just like in Genesis. Let me tell you something. A person that is subtle, that is manipulative, people that are seductive, uses seduction. tries to intimidate or bring confusion to people. That's what you see. Men that is manipulative. You see how they bring confusion to that woman. Women that are seducers or seductress. There's always seducing men. Brings confusion to them. You see how we open ourselves up due to the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. We could talk about Samson, how Delilah had him, had him all confused. The Bible says that he loved a harlot. He loved her. But the whole time, every time she tested him, she told him that she was bringing the Philistines to bind him. And he still ended up telling her that's how confused he was. He ended up, you know, he was so confused. Well, she even, you know, she put, she put with her being uh, seductive. Excuse me for uh for like I'm stuttering, but um with her seduction, 
brought forth the witchcraft, the control, the manipulation through the perversion, or you you want to say sex or whatnot, because that what that was Samson's weakness, and we know that his weaknesses was women, and what makes him bad, he was messing with women outside of Yasharil. That's what really got him in trouble. So with him messing with a harlot, and the Bible says that he loved her, but she told him every time she tested him about his hair, the Philistines has come to bound thee. And at the end of the day, the Bible says that, you know, she, you know, I, I'm just paraphrasing, that she hounded him so bad to tell him about, you know, what was his strength, that the Bible says that his his spirit was vexed. She vexed him to the point that he told her. Sold him out. She was the female Judas in those days. Do you get what I'm saying? What is these women doing today? And please, um, I know I might do, I know I think I'm gonna do one more teaching on um y'all's wisdom versus man's wisdom on my Aurora and the Earth. Uh, podcast on what I do on Saturdays, but I do I know for a fact at the beginning of September, the, you know the first Shabbat, first Saturday of September, I'm gonna be doing a new series called The Strange Woman. We're gonna we're gonna break down the Book of Proverbs. We're really gonna get deep because I'm telling you, the enemy is <laughs> he's being subtle, just like how he used Eve to seduce Adam, where to get Adam to do what he did to beguile him. Even though Adam didn't take responsibility, the woman that you sent me, like I said, you see how sin just had them turned against each other and they all confused now. What did they do for them to be in a position that they in now? All of a sudden they fearful, afraid, they hiding themselves. Who told you you was naked, Adam? That's what y'all asked him. Who else has you been speaking to? And look at this world today. Like I say, but staying on the subject. But y'all be y'all be on the lookout for it. It's a strange woman. We're gonna get definitely deep and heavy in that because men, we the men definitely needs to hear that teaching. What is teaching that series that's coming up because a lot of that is going on. You know, from the Carter. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get get heavy in it, biblically, spiritually. How it's opening doors, how these soul ties. I mean, it's just, it's time for me, a lot of things. Come, and then, I, well, you know, what's going to really set it off is what I've been through myself that's done brought soul ties and things in my life. You get what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't ashamed. That's why I bless y'all for delivering me. But I have definitely plenty of stories to tell because of me. Well, if you want to say I was a Samson, wanting to mess with everything it was. But anyway. And I was in confusion, dealing with deception. When I thought I was deceiving them, they was deceiving me. It works both ways. Remember, lack of understanding, that was one of the definitions. Uncertainty, the state of being bewildered or unclear in one's mind about something. That's how the enemy had them. This is how it is in the church right now. After all this stuff that we see, you know, and people are still idolizing their leaders. They still not reading the word for themselves. I'm telling y'all so much stuff, and I've been speaking this for the longest. 
because I've been even saying it on here on the podcast, is you can't even really, you can't even listen to nobody out here. You can't listen to nobody bring forth the word. You better get this word for yourself. Now, I'm not saying everybody is false. But y'all, this is right now, y'all, let's just be honest. This is the season of trial and testing for everyone, for the body and for the world. This is boiling down to who we going to trust. Yeshua said, do not be deceived. Take heed that you do not be deceived. Everything in Matthew 24 is, is, is in full effect. The love of many is waxed cold. Lawlessness is trying to hit the land. Look how they taking us out constantly. They, you know, um, once again, Yah is telling the people, telling Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh is being hard, hard as hardened. This is why they killing us left and right. They don't want to let us go, but they're going to have to. That's why judgment is coming upon the land through to all nations, not only just America, but from the four corners of the earth, because that's where Yasharel is at. But let's not forget, y'all, we can't stay focused on y'all's going to get the Edomites and this and that. See, that's what I'm saying by all the confusion. You don't hear, I'm right now, I don't hear nobody, and I've been stressing this for months on here. I'm not hearing nobody. All these people that so-called, you know, famous, got their little followers and this and that. No one is telling nobody to repent. I mean, really repent and seek the Father. Really get a relationship with Yeshua. Repent, receive him as your master and savior. Be filled with the Urach HaKadosh to get into this fight. Learn to be a disciple so you start casting out demons, healing the sick. I'm not hearing nobody talk that. It's all about hatred, prejudice, racism, revenge. You know, it ain't ain't nobody talking um, vengeance is mine to say of Yahuwah and I will repay. Everybody's talking about they going to fight. They going to do this. They going to do that. You know, they taking matters into their own hands. Then you got something that's not fighting at all. They just sitting there still. And I'm not in and, and the way we supposed to fight in the body of the Mashiach is on our knees, according to Ephesians 6. Praying in the spirit. Jude told us about praying in the praying in the Urock. The whole armor we're supposed to put on in Ephesians 6 and in verse 18, if I'm mistaken. The last thing, I mean the first word it says, pray first words, praying in the spirit. You don't see that out here. You still see confusion. We still killing ourselves, but, you know, we want to protest when, quote-unquote, white men or the cops or whatever kill us. But you're not protesting when you're out there killing yourself. Been there, done that. I've been in them streets. I know what goes on out there. Me and when we going to step up, come together as one, really seek and pray. I'm talking about the men. We keep depending in, and leaning on, on the woman. When's she going to be able to take a break? When can we men get together without being jealous and envy and trying to see who got what? Well, I ain't, he ain't saying that to me. He ain't using me like that. When are we going to get out of this jealousy and stuff and operate together according to Psalms 133? You see the confusion? You can work with a woman 
<laughs> but you can't work with your fellow brother. You can pray with a woman, but you can't pray with your brother. You see the confusion? You see the perversion? You see how the enemy just done like crept subtle? That serpent crept in and biting us and biting you and biting you, put steady poison in you. We got to get it together. Like I said, dealing with the church. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 23. I believe this is going to be it right here. Jeremiah. Or Yeshiyahu. Wait, excuse me. Yermayahu. His Hebrew name. <laughs> you know, people don't want to hear that too much. Yep, Yermiyahu, Yermiyahu, Jeremiah, chapter 23. Like I said, we dealing with the church. Because why? Once again, us in the body, it's the leaders that's doing like Hosea 4 and 6 talks about. The Bible says that we are destroyed or for lack of knowledge. But also it talks about us rejecting knowledge. And it also talks about those that know that's rejecting it. And that's why y'all will forget them and forget their children. Check this out. Let's read chapter, read chapter 23. Start at verse 1. It says, Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pastor, says Yahuwah. Therefore, thus says Yahuwah, Elohai, of Yasharel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, says Yahuwah, and I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries whether I have driven them and will bring them again to their foes and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them. And they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall they be lacking, says Yahuwah. In other words, there will be no more confusion. And this is what I mean as I continue. I'm going to skip around. But we're going to read what is happening right now. We're going to read what's happening right now. Because like I say, it's crazy. Um, far as a lot of, like I said, I'm talking about prophets now. There's a lot of people that's, you know, on Facebook, on YouTube, you know, some saying, don't get me wrong, I, they've been warning us for years. We've been warning you for years about stocking up. Get this, get that, because things is coming, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now there's some that's saying, you know, it's, you know, ain't gonna, you ain't got time to do this. You ain't got time to do that. You got, you know, this and that is coming. Um, um, prepare for this, prepare for that. Do this, do that, you know. But at the same time, you're confusing the people because, okay, you tell us to stick to God's word. Well, excuse me, y'all's word, right? There are some things that y'all has told us that we're supposed to be doing. There's still people that's going to be still relocating. 
there's still going to be people that he's wanting to use, but you telling us all this stuff, this confusion to making people think like, well, y'all, you said this and that. So why is they speaking certain things? Like, I don't have time to do this now. Am I on hold? Or why did you tell me? You know, all of a sudden you questioning the father. Numbers chapter 23 was that verse 19. He said, El is not a man that he shall lie, nor the son of man or the son of Adam that he should repent. He said his word does not come back to him void, right? So why is y'all keep telling me that there is stuff that I'm still going to be doing here on this earth? But then we got all these prophets and stuff saying, well, this and that is coming like now. And, and, and it's too late. You can't stock up no more. It's all this stuff that's bringing confusion. This is what I mean by not saying this stuff is not going to happen. I'm not calling them false. Now we ready to read. Like I said, we ready to get heavy. But what I'm saying is you speaking out of the timing of Yahuwah. That I definitely can tell. Let's start at verse. Uh, let me see. Okay, check this out. Let's start at verse 16. It says, Thus says Yahuwah Tesavoth, hearken not unto the words of the prophets. Now, you hear me? It says, do not hearken. Do not listen to the words of the prophets. Then call them false prophets. These were prophets. Hearken not unto the words of the prophets. They prophesy unto you. They make you, they make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of Yahuwah. Mm -mm -mm. Have mercy upon us. They say still unto them that despise me. Yahuwah has said. Now you hear me now. They shall, I mean, they say still unto them that despise me. Remember, this is now, this is Jeremiah speaking. They saying, because they despise him. <laughs> I hope you're catching that. There's a lot of people saying some stuff because they despise you and how Yah is using you. Yahuwah has said, now they speaking on Yahuwah. Yahuwah has said, ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walks after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come up upon you. For though, I mean, excuse me, for who has stood in the council of Yahuwah and has perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? Behold, a whirlwind of Yahuwah is gone forth in fury, even a grievous whirlwind. It shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of Yahuwah shall not return until he have executed, until he have performed the thoughts of his heart in the latter days. Ye shall consider it perfectly. Have I not sent these prophets? Yet they ran. I have not spoken to them. Yet they prophesied. And I'm going to read that again. Verse 21. I have not sent these prophets. Yet they ran. I have not spoken to them. Yet they prophesied. Now see, this is what I'm talking about. Now we got all these all these ones out here that are saying things. You know, they running. 
they they making sure they well take heed uh y'all god is saying this he's saying that we ain't got time and blah 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 and like i said then you ain't got some just you know they they own oh the valley of dry bones is about um they talking about the valley of dry bones ezekiel was talking about uh the uh, the um the Ajik, um Ashkenazi jews um that's who y'all was talking about in the bible really you you own that remember what yahuwah said what jeremiah said that verse what was that verse 17 no excuse me yeah they say still unto them that despise me yahuwah has said Yahuwah has said, remember, the Bible said he didn't say anything. It goes right back to Eve when Eve told the serpent, well, Yah said we cannot eat. No, anything from on the tree in the midst of the garden, we shall not eat nor touch it. He did not say that. He did not say they couldn't touch it. Not when you go back in Genesis chapter 2 and read. He didn't say nothing about they couldn't touch it. See how she lied on him that quick? That's what I'm saying. And that's what brought the confusion. As soon as they ate, they was confused. But with the serpent, no, I ain't going to say that to me. Now, this is just me. I'm not saying that you rock told me. Me personally, whenever he told them they would be like gods, that's when it confused him because now they started to question Yah. Why would he tell us this? Why would he not want us to eat? If, he's, if this serpent, now, why would you believe a serpent? See, that's what I'm saying. You see the manipulation, the seduction, the enticing, all of that the enemy played upon them by asking Eve one question. Shall you not eat of the trees of the garden? <laughs> see how the enemy studies us? He sifts us. He desires us as wheat. Remember, he was, Satan was already cast, cast out of heaven. So if he was a serpent, in the garden he knew and heard everything but the thing was like i say why would they even talk to a serpent but let's keep going let's get back to these prophets remember they not false and they say who had their counsel let's go back to verse 22 but if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words then they should have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings what did i just say you don't hear nobody out here talking about no repentance you don't hear nobody talking about receiving salvation most of, I'm, I'm not i'm not talking about the remnant i'm talking about these churches that still out here functioning you don't hear them telling the people none of this it's in the word i'm reading it they can tell you everything else they can tell you, they can tell you about worldly stuff. And keep the faith, give you these motivational speeches. But not they not even telling you to stock up or do anything. They want you to continue to pay that tithe money to them. But they're not telling you to repent. But if they had if they had stood in my council and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned them from their evil ways and from the evil of their doings. 
Am I Elohai at hand, says Yahuwah, and not Elohai afar off? Can any hide himself in a secret place that I shall not see him, says Yahuwah? Do not I feel the heavens and the earth, says Yahuwah? I have heard what the prophets said, that prophesy lies in my name. Now you hear them. He didn't call them false. We'll read that again. I have heard what the prophet said. They prophesied lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed. I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, which think to cause my people to forget my name by their dreams which they tell every man to his neighbor as their fathers have forgotten my name for Baal mm, mm, mm. what's happening today y'all what's been happening let me put it like that I ain't gonna say what's happening today this has been happening this is why people can't seek y'all for themselves there's people operating in divination all your favorite pastors and leaders just not really mentioning anything about y'all. They can't even open up. They, they don't even have a Bible to open up and read to you. They're not telling you to study to show yourself approved. They can tell you about getting well and, and your haters, but they're not telling you to repent. Like, and, and right now, there's people telling about dreams and dreams and dreams. They having all this and having all that and ain't heard nothing from y'all. He ain't even speaking to them or through them. They speaking lies. And like I said, there is some that is heard him, I believe, but they spoke it before it was time to be released. And that's dangerous when you give a word to someone that y'all wasn't ready for you to speak into their life about. Because that will bring confusion. It will bring more warfare and things. More intense warfare because it's before it's time. Verse 28, the prophet that has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. And we know it, as we know people that's familiar with chapter 23, we know verse 29 says, It's not my word like as a fire says Yahuwah, and like a hammer to break a rock into pieces. Behold, I am against the prophets, says Yahuwah, that steal my words, everyone from his neighbor. In other words, those are the ones that's, that's, um, that's, that's, that's on you know, your Facebook pages or whatnot, your true prophets out there, they're stealing your words because they ain't heard from Yah. They got to take what you spoke, word for word, verbatim. I know a dude right now call himself an apostle and everything that he has spoken of um it's always you know it's always about what somebody else wrote he wants to take the credit for it he wants to take the credit so we got to come against this spirit of confusion i'm gonna stop right there it might be part two next week i know that'll be the beginning of what september uh, let me see. I think what September the second on the third next week. I'm gonna just stop right there. Um, cause I am also doing 
the anchor, which I am on Spreaker right now, but I got my phone for the anchor. And you can't be on there no more than an hour. And it's already showing me that it's going to cut off on this song within an hour. We at the 56 minute mark. But um, most definitely prepare for part two. The author of confusion. Because I just gave you a, broke a breakdown. Excuse me. I just tore down some things and we lay in the foundation. At the end of the day, after all this confusion, it's time to get back to the feet of Yeshua to hear instruction. That is the foundation. Repent, turn from your evil ways, because right now, this world and these false, well, these prophets and these leaders or whatnot out here, they not telling you that. But I'm going to tell you, repent, turn from your wicked ways. Time to seek the Father for yourself. Because so much word is going out and it's confusing the people. Things is not indecent in order. There ain't, there's only one prophet that's speaking. There's no one judging it. The words that is being spoken to them. In other words, they're not testing the spirit by the spirit. And when you do test it to judge it according to the word, they got something to say. Who gives you the right and this and that and the third because they think that person's so popular? <laughs> the idolatry. That's why that's Yasharil's biggest downfall. This idolizing in these people. This is why you're confused now. Because we turned our backs on Yah. And we allowed the seduction, the manipulation, sin itself, turn us away from him. Our Father, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I thank you and I bless you. I honor you for this word that you have given me. I pray that as always that it will set the captives free and that they will repent and turn from their wicked ways and that you is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So let your shalom fall upon us right now that we will have peace within ourselves and let you show us what is to come and how to prepare. Give us strategy in this hour that we will fast and pray. Give us the instructions that we need to do to stay humble, to stay faithful. To stay true to your word and on your promises that you have given us, Yah. No matter what we see with our natural eyes, but that our faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Yahuwah, that we will stand upon our faith and the just shall live by faith. Amen. So let your real as always be done in our life. In Yeshua's name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May Yah bless us and keep us all. God's willing, Saturday. A roar in the earth. I will be doing Yah's wisdom versus man's wisdom part three. Um, like I say, then that following Saturday, I'm gonna be starting the new series, The Strange Woman. We're gonna get deep into that. Uh, thank everyone that I did come on here live, but on, on the speaker. But anyway, <clears throat> those that will listen to it, I pray that it will bless you. Yeah, let us all stay humble, stay at the feet of the Father, and as always. I love you all. <clears throat> keep our family as we keep yours and all in prayer. Those that's in, you know, Texas and Louisiana dealing with the hurricane, let us pray that y'all keeps them safe, that no lives be lost. But right now in this hour, that Yasharil and Gentiles, that we all seek the face of the Father before it's too late. Let's get out of the, let's bind up the spirit of confusion and release the, the shalom of Yahuwah. Grace and peace.